Welcome back to Thread Talk Tuesday. I'm your host, Denver. And I'm Teresa. And today we're going to get into some wicked Reddit stories. What's the theme for today, Teresa? Today we're going to talk about teachers versus students. Everybody's been a student, but not everybody's <laughs> been a teacher. So we're going to get into some aspects. Some We got some stories from the teacher side. We got some stories from the student side and some parents of the students, because that's always a big topic in life. You know, we can keeping the theme going with our previous episodes. We started in with proposals and weddings and in-laws and toxic relationships. So if you guys want to check all those out, make sure you go back through our old videos. And what happens? when relationships progress you start to have kids and then kids go to school and then you have teacher issues so we're going to go over some drama and maybe you can learn a little bit of something of how to interact with teachers and how not to interact with teachers are you excited to get into it i'm very excited and we have jack here we do have jack <laughs> jack has made it to work today he's uh, not making any biscuits right now but he is uh he's attentive that's all that matters his <laughs> attendance is on point yes if you guys are listening to Spotify and you want to check out what Jack looks like, just hit us up on any of our other social media, Instagram, TikTok, or you can watch the full version on YouTube and check out uh, Jack's progress and how many biscuits he makes during this episode. <laughs> so check us out on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe and hit the like button. We appreciate it. We have seen massive growth since yes, our last episode. We our, have. We have. It's been, we're almost like past 25,000 followers on Instagram now. Spotify followers are just skyrocketing podcast downloads. So thank you guys for listening. If you guys are returning, thank you guys so much. If this is your first episode, thank you so much as well as check out our older episodes. We just want to thank everyone because uh, it's it's for you guys. You guys are what makes us keep going because you guys are listening and it gets us excited for the next episode. It does. It does. We've received some really nice messages too um on instagram people have been reaching out saying that they love our podcast even like the small nice comments on youtube and stuff we really appreciate it it honestly makes our day it makes my day like i yeah Teresa reads every episode right (laughs) Teresa reads every comment so definitely i try i tried it's been getting tough because there's so many especially on instagram there's a lot um but i try to keep up with as many of them as i can we definitely read all the dms all right so let's get into it let's go This episode is brought to you by Arturno.ca, our very first sponsor. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can see we have this beautiful LED sign with our podcast logo. Um, So they sponsor Denver, me in my uh, personal area. And I asked them if they could do up a logo for this. So it's absolutely amazing. Make sure you guys check them out at uh, Arturno.ca, A-R-T-U-R-N-O.ca and use ThreadTalk for a nice discount. Now they do a lot of LED silhouettes, mainly for the automotive industry. So if you have somebody who loves cars, it makes great gifts. Or if you want a custom silhouette of anything that you want, they will do that up for you as a one-off. So make sure you guys check them out. Once again, that's A-R-T-U-R-N-O.ca. Thank you for Arturno for sponsoring this episode. And now we'll move into our first story. Woohoo. Okay. You want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. All right. This one comes from r slash teachers. Title is, well, this generation is doomed. Parents have lost their minds. Tagging as humor because there really is nothing we can do to help but laugh. On Monday, a student in my lower elementary class was trying to steal a classroom tablet that I purchased with my own money. The student had it hidden under their shirt and tried to stuff it in their backpack. Another student saw this and shouted, Hey, blank's name, what are you doing? That's when the tablet fell out from their shirt. I called the student over and had a very serious but gentle chat about what happened. 
student admitted that they were trying to take the tablet. We end our conversation with discussing that stealing is wrong. Student is, of course, upset and cries at the front of the room. Other students give hugs, and I give him a hug, too. Remind student that sometimes we all make mistakes. Student stops crying less than 10 minutes later. End of the day rolls around, and I write in the planner about the incident. After school, I had a face-to-face meeting with mom already scheduled and shared exactly what happened. After hearing what happened, mom asks why the child was crying. I reiterate that the student was caught stealing the tablet. Mom asks again and again. I keep saying back that they tried to steal a tablet. She asks again. Finally, I say, I guess she was embarrassed for getting in trouble. Like I didn't know what to say. They were stealing and got caught. Tears were an appropriate reaction. It showed remorse. Mom also asked if it happened in front of the class. I again reiterate that it happened during center time and that the entire class was present, but the conversation was private. We move on without much issue. Apparently, this was wrong. The next day, the father calls and yells at the principal, saying that I embarrassed his child and labeled them a thief. He also said that the child was just trying to borrow the tablet. He also said I shouldn't have written what happened in the planner. I told parents at the beginning of the year that I use the planner to communicate any behavior problems, good or bad, to them, and that I should have called him. He and mom are married and live together. My principal, of course, contacts me about this whole situation. I explain what happened. I was basically told next time just to call the parents. I guess talking in person wasn't enough. But this is where I'm worried about this upcoming generation. What should have been a discussion about stealing and that it's wrong instead became a witch hunt for the teacher? What are we teaching our children? That stealing is fine? That if we make a mistake, it's someone else's fault? I'm beside myself on this. Like what? Also, don't worry, the page where I wrote the note was torn out, so their precious cherub didn't need to be reminded that they literally tried to steal a classroom tablet. What the heck? Bro, this generation is getting wild. First off, the teacher paid for a tablet for the class out of her own money. I, I would never do <laughs> That's that. That's a thing. I would never do that. If the school doesn't want to put the resources into it, the kids don't need a tablet. You don't need a tablet for anything. And the and then, she, bro, she let them off with basically like a warning. She's yeah. just trying to teach them like, dude, that would have been discipline on my part. You would have been having the detention and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know how old they are. It sounds like they're litter, little. They had like center time. So I think they're like little yeah. kids. All right, little kids. So then you get time out in the corner time for out. five minutes. You know, not a harsh, harsh punishment. No, but, but there's got to be a form of discipline when yeah. you do something like that to like the kids got to be able to recognize that they're this bad behavior led to this punishment yeah now, as you get older your punishments will get more se- severe you're a little kid you get five minutes you create you do a felony when you're an adult you go to jail yeah. so yeah but like parents are so unhinged in like protecting their kids it's yeah like, it's like what did you want her to do it's not surprising though because i mean bad behavior trickles down bad parenting creates bad behavior and i wouldn't i'm not too surprised that the bad parents behave like this that's true yeah if i if a kid comes in the classroom and your kid is a shit disturber be ready as as a teacher that the parents are probably going to be shit parents no that's true yeah it sounds like they don't discipline their kids themselves so they don't want teachers to discipline them but also at the same time how do you want the teacher to run her class she can't just have like a bunch of no that's the students that's the rules of when your kid goes to a school if you don't want that homeschool your kid yeah exactly 
But exactly. you need to be accepting of what the rules are for your kid when they go to a public or private school. Yeah. And it doesn't even sound like the kid, like she said that she he cried, or sorry, he or she, the student cried for less than 10 minutes and then was over it. Like, I think that's an appropriate response. Yeah. It, it wasn't like you ruined the kid's day, like was, went home crying. Like, I don't know. It, he, got, he got busted and he was embarrassed. Yeah. Which... And also, like, there's the dad saying, oh, he was just borrowing it. There's no principle for <laughs> borrowing it. You're borrowing it without permission. That is considered stealing. Yeah. Like, like the, would it be the same case if the, we don't know the student's age, but what if they were in high school? Yeah, exactly. What would, where, where is the, the line drawn? Exactly. There, I feel like the younger they are, the, or I mean, I guess whatever the age is, the punishment should be adjusted. The kid's younger, first time, doesn't really know. Okay, you get a small punishment, not a, a huge punishment, but still a punishment. There needs to be something there. You got a talking to. I would have put yeah. the kid in a five-minute timeout. Like, you're missing this or whatever. And then you go into high school and you get detentions and everything like that. Yeah. You go into the real world and you're caught stealing. You get charged with theft and you go to jail. Yeah, exactly. Actions have consequences and students need to be taught that. They no need to be taught that age. at a young age, that there yeah. is consequences. Yeah. But everybody is being coddled. You know what it is? Because I think, I don't know, like for me growing up, there was consequences. Mm -hmm. My parents gave me consequences. And I feel like some people got consequences when they were a kid. And now when they're having kids, they don't want to do to their kids what they got done onto them. That could be the case. And that's yeah, why they the, have our, trauma. They have trauma. And that's why. Well, I, I don't know. I did it in have, quotations. Yeah. They have unresolved trauma. Unresolved trauma. And that's why they're too soft on their kids nowadays. Yeah. What's okay. The, any top comments on there? Yeah, there's a top comment. Um, top comment: teaching them that stealing is fine. Just call mommy and daddy. Yep, call mommy and daddy for everything. Oh, you're stealing the candy bar from the store now that you're 12. Call mommy and daddy. Oh, you tried to steal the apple, the iPhone attached to the cord, and an apple, and you got caught. Call mommy and daddy. <laughs> the comment replying to that: Hopefully, mommy and daddy have bail money for when they call. When the call comes from jail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly where it's going to go to if you yeah. don't nip it in the butt early. Yeah, exactly. It's just going to get worse. And you know what's worse too is they're going to start stealing from their friends and everything. They're going to be the person at a party that steals the phone connected that's playing the music. Just, ugh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Moving along. All right. On to my story. This one comes from the Am I the Asshole category. It's from two years ago, so it's uh, a little decent one. Would I be the asshole for reporting my child's teacher? This is an alt account because my family knows my Reddit. My spouse, 41 male, and I, 41 female, have a child that we're going to call Hannah, 15 female. Last week, I picked Hannah up from school and she said that one of her teachers, who we'll call Miss K, took her phone for looking at it during class. I told her she needed to keep her phone in her pocket during class. Then Hannah tells that Mrs. K hasn't returned it yet. I thought that was a little weird, but whatever. Go get it tomorrow. Every day after Hannah tells me she asked for it back and Mrs. K refuses. On Thursday, I sent her an email asking when we can expect the phone back and that I would like her to have it for when she works this weekend. No reply. A whole week of this passes. Today, Hannah gets in the car and tells me she asked and Mrs. K didn't even answer. She just ignored her. I lost my patience and went into the school. 
I found Mrs. K standing outside her classroom and told her it was time to give me the phone back. She tells me that Hannah needs to learn to stop using her phone in class, and I tell her that I agree and that she can take her phone away every day in her class if she feels she needs to, but is not acceptable for her to just keep the phone for this long. Mm -hmm. I made a scene. Students and teachers alike were staring, but she relented and said she would get the phone out of her office and came back about three minutes later. I feel like an idiot for not checking the phone when she handed it to me. I didn't give Hannah back her phone from my purse until she was done with her assignments for today. And a couple minutes after she comes back to me in a panic, two things were wrong. One, the screen was now cracked and it wasn't before she gave it to Mrs. K. Two, she had to re-log into her Apple ID, which we thought was very odd. She then uh-huh. looked at her account settings and saw a second Apple ID with Mrs. K's full name and avatar. We think she may have merged the data or something too because there were contacts we didn't recognize on the phone. I lost it and told Hannah she can't use the phone for now because I'm worried Mrs. K has access to anything on her end and sent an email to her demanding an explanation. There has not been a reply. I'm seriously considering reporting her to an administrator and having her pay for the screen repair, but my husband thinks that will cause her to retaliate on her daughter and I might have overstepped by confronting her today. He also thinks it's possible she may have made a mistake and accidentally thought she was on her own phone or something and that this IT guy could help by separating the IDs. He thinks we should let it go now that the phone is returned. I agree that he might be right about Mrs. K retaliating and I might be overreacting, but I'm having a hard time accepting the state that she returned Hannah's phone and just letting things go. Would I be the asshole for reporting her to the administration? No, not at all. Get her fired. Go to the principal. Go. I wouldn't have even messaged Mrs. K directly. I would have went directly to the principal. There's no way. This is insane. Exactly. Like, what? That, like, that's not a mistake. There's no way you mistakenly put your Apple ID on someone else's phone. Yeah, exactly. That's, there's, in say, what world is that a mistake? Cracking the screen? Okay. Maybe something happened in her drawer and the screen got cracked and it's whatever. But Apple ID on the phone? Undeniable. No. There is nothing that you can do to defend yourself from exactly. that. That takes so much effort to yeah. do that. I do have some questions. I have some questions. I have tons of questions. I have so many questions. First off, how there should be a password on the phone. Yeah, that too. I could understand maybe as a parent you don't want your kid to have a password for your sake, but that's that's not acceptable. That you you should have a password on every phone. You should just know what that password is. Yeah. It's like my laptop. Like I have a password on my laptop, but anybody I know is free welcome to know what my password for my laptop is because I know you and I'm okay with you. It's for strangers who try to steal my device. It's security reasons. So same thing with your phone. I have a password on it. Anybody who's like, hey, can I have access to your phone? It's like, sure. And here's my password. Like it's no big deal if I know you. It's for in case you steal it, you can't have access to it. So have your Apple ID on there is unacceptable. Could have been avoided by maybe a password on the phone, but there's still no excuse for that. No, I I would be livid. I would be so mad. The husband just trying to like push us under the rug. No, you're a pushover. He is a pushover. No, grow some balls. Sorry, exactly. Man up. Yeah, no, but like, stand up for your daughter. Like, obviously something is wrong here. The teacher should be fired. In my even opinion. before it got to this point it said exactly. like she had the phone for like a week or two yeah or something like that. even without I all these issues yeah i wouldn't one day the, the day 
I like if if yeah. my kid came to the car and she's like, I don't have my phone. I'd be like, your two thousand dollar iPhone yeah. is not with you. No, we're going to get it right now. We're not leaving. Print, teacher's not there. We're going to the principal's office. You need to unlock that desk and get that phone. I'm not yeah. leaving without the phone. Listen, if the kid pulled the phone out during the middle of class, okay, sure, take it put it up on yeah. the desk there should be like a phone bucket in these classes nowadays where yeah. like your phone goes into this bucket when you walk in but that's like you can't really do that because it's stolen stuff but like if you're on your phone okay your phone comes up and it's on your desk where everybody can see it, it doesn't yeah. go hidden away in a drawer but like you should keep your phone in your pocket but you should get it back at the end of that class the teacher should be not keeping it for any longer than their class yeah. i would riot if my kid came back missing, I'm like, my kid has to walk home from school or something like that or bike home from school. Exactly. has to go do something like I need them GPS tracking on that phone. Need I need them, them to be, be able to call 911. I need them to be able to be safe and stuff. So there's that's a great point. No, no. Like she's like, I needed to have it back for when she works on the weekend. Like, what about the whole weekday, the whole week? Like, I, it yeah. sounds like she had it for about two weeks here. Unacceptable in my pocket. You wouldn't yeah. be able to keep the phone for more than one day if that was my kid. No, no. I mean, I don't know if I'd be giving my kid an iPhone. I don't know about that because I grew up with no phones and stuff like that. But if I did, it, that would be absolutely unacceptable no, to the teacher have it. Yeah, that's your own property. The teacher has no right to take it after school hours. That's insane. Exactly. Yeah, I would be so upset even before the whole I'd be accepted about the happened. cracked screen and then the Apple ID. Like, come on. Also, too many crack, red flags. Too many, here. so many red flags. Red flags for keeping it too long. Red flag for logging in. Red flag for the cracked screen. Also, it, never buy an iPhone without having a case and a screen protector on it. If the whole times I've had these phones, I have never had a cracked screen, and I drop my phone three times a day. Yeah, you put true. a case on it and you put a screen protector on it, and I've never damaged my actual iPhone. Mm-hmm. If you don't do those things, yeah, they're gonna get damaged. Yeah, I drop my iPhone all the Me time, too. all the time. Yeah, but still, Who doesn't drop their phone all the time. I know, <laughs> but still, I mean, the teacher's responsible for it. Yeah, for 100%. sure. Percent. Is there any update? Did she get fired? Uh. Yeah, there, uh, there's, a, there's no update or anything. Uh, just top comment is not the asshole report this. The teacher took the phone for a week, damaged it, and had the audacity to log themselves in as if they owned it. And they even refused to hand it to you initially. Report this ASAP. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, no excuses here. The next comment, not the asshole. It seems more likely the teacher swapped your daughter's undamaged phone with her own. Oh. ETA, you should be able to see the unique ID from the purchase of the phone. Compare it to the one in your possession. If it is your daughter's phone and not swapped, she is responsible for the damages while it's in her care. Mm-hmm. Imagine if she took a student's phone and she's like, oh, yeah, this is an iPhone 13 Pro in black. Why don't I? It, the screen's not cracked. Why don't I just swap these out? Mine is the same phone and it's damaged. I'm going to swap this stuff out yeah but okay but how did she think she was gonna get away with I it i don't know you know like she's a teacher so maybe she's older maybe she doesn't understand that you can't really get away with that kind of stuff yeah I honestly i had a, a witch of a supply teacher named mrs k too in really? elementary school yeah maybe this is her. It, it's bringing up some trauma some ptsd <laughs> that's funny what uh what grade were you in when you got a cell phone um i think grade seven Grade seven. Yeah, I had my BlackBerry. BlackBerry. BlackBerry was okay. my first iPhone. I remember iPhone. BBM. Your BlackBerry was your first iPhone. So, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> BlackBerry was my first phone. Um, I remember BBM. Uh, right? Is yeah, yeah. BlackBerry, BlackBerry Messenger. Messenger. Yeah, yeah. BBM was the that, shit. Yeah, like changing your status and stuff. It was like the cool. 
If you didn't have a BlackBerry, you weren't cool. So yeah, I did have a BlackBerry at one point. That's funny. Okay, so one thing, if you guys are new to us, we have a five-year age gap. Mm -hmm. Teresa's five years younger than me. So grade seven would have put me like- Grade 12. Grade 12. So I got, for me, it would have been grade 10 was when I got my first cell phone. I had to save up. I had to pay for it by myself. And I got the Walmart $50 flip phone T9. Do you know what T9 is? No. <laughs> oh, so T9 is when you didn't have a full keyboard and you only had the one through nine and oh, each okay, letter yeah. was like one to four letters. Yeah. So it was like predictive texting. So if yeah. you typed in like eat, you know, whatever the letters are for EAT and then it would be like what you could make the words and like top one, second one. So that made texting faster. So I had those flip up phones that had like the monthly pay as you go plan where I could put like $10, $20. I paid $10 for unlimited oh, wow. texting. But if I took any phone calls, it would just drain it. And mm-hmm. then I'd be like locked out. So like I never did any phone calls. And like unless it was very important, like my grandma or something, I would only text ever text. And I went through a couple of those. I remember like losing my flip phone, like riding ATVs and stuff. And then I had to go back to Walmart and buy another one that was like 70 bucks. And then at one point I got the one with like the slide up keyboard, mm. the one that like slid up and a full yeah. keyboard came out. I remember and I was ones. like, oh my God, I could full text. This is amazing. <laughs> so like that was when I had, the, I had those phones, like the pay as you go phones in high school. Like there was no games. You were texting only. There's like there's really like I never I don't remember any incident where getting my phone taken away or using it in class like there was nothing to do unless somebody was texting you yeah there was nothing to do to reply to a text there was no games no Instagram no social media or anything like yeah. that so I don't know how these kids do it in school now like Instagram for me came out like after I graduated from high school like college is when Instagram started yeah I, I don't remember if it started I think it also started for me like when I was in grade nine ish, like around high mm. school. Um, but I don't remember ever getting my phone taken away. Yeah. I never did. I mean, I was a goody two shoes, but <laughs> I'd go to parties with a digital camera and then I'd have yeah. to upload them onto Facebook on my computer. I mean, I did too. That was my social media that I had was Facebook uploads yeah, from my computer. I did that too. Of a digital camera. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I got a Blackberry. Love Blackberry. And then I got an iPhone. And then I haven't I haven't gotten anything switching iPhone. I love iPhone. Yeah. I love Apple. I call everything an iPhone. I've been making some Me of my too. YouTube. I just made the mistake. <laughs> uh, on my on my car YouTube channel, I make I like make the videos and I'm like, oh yeah, it has an iPhone holder in this car. And the comments <laughs> are like, there's other phones besides iPhones. I'm like, nah, no. there really isn't. <laughs> I'm dealing with a customer and they have an Android and stuff like that. I just call it the dark side. <laughs> if you're not the an iPhone, side. you're on the dark side. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and every like tablet is an iPad to me. Yeah, like uh, me too. You drive yeah. a Tesla. Tesla has an iPad in the iPad. center. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move along. All right, this one comes from Am I the Asshole? And it was posted one month ago. Am I the asshole for reporting my college professor to my school? Edit. Please understand, I am not from America. I'm from Europe. This is, in fact, how college works in my country. I know it might sound strange if you're thinking about American college homeroom teachers and all, but this is how college works in my country. Before this starts, I would like to apologize for any spelling mistakes. English is not my first language. I, 21 female, have been going to college since September of last year. From September to November, we had a really nice lady as our main professor, homeroom teacher. She was already at the end of her pregnancy when we started the school year, so unfortunately she had to go. In December, we got a different professor, male 38, I'll call him K. 
Kay was a nice guy. He wasn't too old, so we got along with all of the students. He was funny, and everyone who knew him loved him. A week before winter break, he had everyone do a PowerPoint presentation about themselves, which, although some of us found foolish, we all liked him so nobody complained. Multiple students did their presentations before me, and all was fine until it was my turn. I am a contortionist, and the summer before college, I got to perform in a traveling circus. I had been to my circus many times before, so it was very cool that I got to be a part of the show. Contortion being my biggest hobby, I obviously mentioned it in my presentation. When I mentioned that I got to perform in a circus and that it was my dream job, Kay burst out laughing. He said, I've never heard someone be this excited to be a clown. Everyone else in the class started to laugh. It's a bit ignorant to assume that everyone in a circus is a clown, but fine. My mood changed. However, when I showed them a picture of me in a contortion, like many poses in contortion, I was pretty much bent in half. When I showed that picture, one of my classmates yelled, now that's an arched back, to which Kay, who would, who should be more professional than that, responded, I bet you're quite popular in the bedroom. My heart dropped when he said that. I could not believe it. I refused to finish my presentation. My class said I was overreacting. After class, when I was about to walk out, I turned to Kay and said, gross joke. Then he said, we're all adults here. We can joke with each other. Sometimes you just have to put your big girl pants on and suck it up. I didn't respond and walked out. At home, I could not stop crying because I really felt uncomfortable with that joke. I can usually handle it, but for some reason, I felt like an idiot standing there. I told my mom about what happened and she made me send an email to the school. They took it very seriously and said they would take immediate action. January 8th was the first day back after school after winter break. We were introduced to a new professor. She's okay, but she's quite strict and not everyone likes her. She had a long lecture about inappropriate comments and how we as adults need to respect boundaries since we're no longer little kids. Now a lot of the classmates are mad at me because they are blaming me for Kay being gone. I don't know if Kay still works at our college. I'm not sure what happened to him, but everyone thinks I'm an asshole now. So am I the asshole? No, Kay's an asshole. Kay is definitely the asshole here, obviously. Kay's action got himself fired. Yeah. Oh, we're all adults here. We can make sexual jokes. No, dude, you're a teacher. You're That's in a teaching so position. You are a role model, no matter what the age difference is. It sounds like they're like 18, 19, 20, like they're in college around that age. No, it's, it's high school. They just call it college, I think. Oh, it's high school. So they're Sorry. not actually even adults. I think. Wait. Um. No, I lied. I lied. I lied. Sorry. Because they were confusing me with homeroom yeah. teachers and all. Yeah, that's what they were saying. So, <laughs> so yeah, so they are older. Yeah. Yes, they're adults, but you're still a teacher. You're still a role model. You're not at a bar and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, she's doing a presentation. You don't make sexual jokes about I a know. student during presentation. That's so icky. Even the clown comment is pushing it. Like yeah. that's still over the line and stuff like that. Like you are a teacher. You're supposed to stay neutral. You don't make fun of your students during yeah. a. Uh, oral presentation in front of the whole class yeah k's actions got k fired and fuck all of your uh fellow students yeah for thinking this is your fault they're they can go follow k somewhere i don't know no literally sorry i just uh reread her age is 21 so yeah yeah she's an adult but you're still in a teacher position and stuff like that yeah 
Um, I was thinking, I don't know why when I was reading this, I know it said college, but I thought it was high school. So I was thinking that the kids were younger and more immature, but at 21, you shouldn't be blaming your classmate for getting them fired. At that age, you should know that that's inappropriate. Exactly. And I'm surprised her other classmates didn't have her back. Yeah, exactly. Like even, especially like other women. Yeah. Like, why wasn't this a red flag for everybody? Like, that's disgusting. I would have been pissed. Yeah, I would have been pissed. Like pissed off like i would have went right away to the principal that's so inappropriate like even if i was a student in the class i would have not found that appropriate no. i would have went to the principal even if she didn't want to no exactly 100 yeah like dean like or if, whatever. if someone said that in my class to another student i would 100 percent go up to them and, and make sure that they're okay and let them know like you can take action against this like this is not something that should be allowed yeah from a 38 year old professor exactly the Ew. professor is supposed to be a role model. Ew. Like it's gross. It is gross. That's like how immature. That's really gross. I'm, I'm happy they got a new teacher. Yeah. Suck it up that the teacher's more strict. Yeah, no. She's not uh, That's not her fault. Yeah, that's not her fault at all. No. Exactly. Overall vote, not the asshole. Top comment. Not the asshole. You did the right thing, not only to protect yourself, but to protect future students as well. Yeah. Please don't second guess your actions. Don't respond to those other students. Do not give them satisfaction of knowing that you reported the asshole. They were assholes too and continue to be. Walk with your head held high. You have nothing to be ashamed of. I'm proud of you. Bam. Well said. Well said. All right. Moving along. All right. Let's move along. Okay. All right. This one is coming from the Am I the Asshole subreddit posted from one year ago from low underscore Baker underscore 1898 with 7.7 thousand upvotes. Am I the asshole for cussing at a teacher after she gave my information to a reporter? Hmm. I'm one of a few, but growing number of single men who forego marriage to become a dad on my own. In my case, I used a surrogate three times, so I have three boys between the age of five and ten. When they started school and started to make friends, I did tell a few parents because they wanted to know more about me before letting their kids spend time with my kids. Most were intrigued for a few minutes, but that went away once they realized how normal we are. I'm neither an advocate nor an opponent of single-parent surrogacy. I did what worked for me. I also don't promote it in the same way people promote their personal lives for clout. In fact, I haven't told anybody about it in years. That brings me to my son's second-grade teacher, Mrs. F., I got a random call from a reporter asking to interview me for a magazine piece on men resorting to surrogacy to have kids. I thought it was a joke, but he had all sorts of information, including the names of my kids and what I did for work. I asked how he got my information, and he said, Mrs. F is a friend of his. In fact, she gave him my number. I was pissed. The next day, I told Mrs. F about the call, and she said it would be so exciting to be in a magazine and online. I asked, why the fuck did she put my personal life out there? That's a total betrayal of trust. She said she didn't know I'd be this upset and simply thought that I'd be open to it. And simply thought I'd be open to it. I told her that I didn't tell her my business, let alone give her permission to spread it. She didn't really say anything, so I called her a fucking moron who needs to grow up. She probably thought I'd complain to the principal, but that's just not my style. I will tell you the stuff to your face. Now, the VP principal is acting like an intermissionary between us after she said I cussed at her. 
He did say that I was out of line, but she was even way more out of line. He asked me to understanding because she's young and she lives online. I told him that he's just mad that he actually has to do some work now. And the funny part is that I'm not even mad anymore. I don't like her, but it's not like she matters in a few months. Am I the asshole? No, obviously not. <sighs> it's, it's no excuse that she's a young teacher. She should know better. She's a professional as a teacher working with students. Like you should know better. Absolutely. There's privacy. You can't just go around telling everybody's yeah. information and stuff like that. And I think she learned a lesson here and you're lucky you got so. off so easy. Yeah, I know. He's nice enough for saying I'm not going to go to the principal. Like, I would honestly get you fired. Bro, that's a lawsuit. That is a lawsuit. That's a breach of privacy. That is a lawsuit for giving away personal information. He could sue the school board, sue the teacher for all of that stuff. He could take him to court. That's a breach of privacy. Yeah. That's like, yeah, you you can't just give away people's personal information that you got because of your job. Yeah. Like, maybe you might have let it slip to your friend like i can understand knowing this information that you have a student who who is a parent who is a single dad who went through the surrogacy process um and then if your friend is a reporter you might have let it slip yeah you know someone yeah be like oh yeah one of the students you know i have like one of the students in my class his dad is like that but then going ahead and giving away the contact information to the reporter friend and the reporter friend being stupid enough to say where he got it from it's like you, I can understand having like a couple drinks one night and be like, oh, yeah, one of the kids in my class. And he's like, oh, like, who is that? Like, oh, no, I, I can't tell you that. And stuff yeah. Like that. And like, don't reach out to them or anything like that. Like, you can't, Obviously. I can't, I can't be like the one who have told you this information yeah, and stuff like that. It's common sense. It's common it's sense. Just, it's not on, common people. anymore. Yeah. No, it has nothing to do with her age, too, because I'm young. I live on the, on the internet, too. Same. I would <laughs> never, I would never I do that. I know better. Yeah exactly like, come on that'd be like me in car sales having my you know clients information and stuff like that yeah. and like this client bought a super rare car and i know this photographer and i'm like oh yeah here's the contact information go reach out to her him if you want to you know make a uh put an article for that car and the customer's like how do you know i have this car how do you why did you reach out to me oh yeah. the person you sold it to gave me the information can you imagine they, i would lose my job yeah. i would lose my job that's customer privileged information yeah. just because they bought it doesn't mean that the whole world needs to know about it now what i would do was i would reach out to that customer and i would say hey you bought this car this mm-hmm. person's doing this would you be interested exactly. in this i can give them your information with your permission yeah she could have reached out to the dad yeah and been like hey i know this friend who's doing this article would you like to be in the article you know they're looking for some people and then he can make the decision and say yes or no but Mm -hmm. she just went ahead and gave away privileged information that she had no right to do she's lucky she didn't get sued yeah exactly he was he was too easy on her in in my opinion exactly top comment not the asshole the vp needs to not be making excuses for her what she did was disrespectful rude and unethical you do not give out other people's personal info without their permission if she wanted to give her friend a lead she could have said hey i know a single dad who might be a good fit Mm -hmm. let me ask him and if he'd like to talk to you and that's it nothing about your contact info and especially nothing about your children exactly i said it better myself yep that's it overall vote not the asshole i'd hope so (laughs) me too (laughs) all right let's move along all right this one comes from today i fucked up it's uh labeled as not safe for work 
Today I fucked up by having a crush on my professor. Not today, this was several years ago now, but I still cringe about it every now and then. When I was a freshman at university, I had a huge crush on one of my lecturers, who was honestly just a regular looking middle-aged man. I was so obsessed with him that I often stalked him online, including LinkedIn, where I made a profile so that I could stalk him. It was creepy. Years later, when I joined the workforce and actually started using LinkedIn seriously, I realized that people actually get notified every time someone views your profile. He used to give me odd looks when I would pass him around campus, and I used to be paranoid thinking, oh god, he knows I fantasize about him bending me over his desk in his office. But then I think, nah, 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 how could he possibly know that? He must have been thinking, hey, there's that weird girl who used to look at my LinkedIn profile daily. He even saw me at a graduation and made a very deliberate glance at me. He knows. (laughs) (laughs) Busted. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. LinkedIn shares all. Yeah. It's, yeah, you can't hide anything on there unless you, you change your settings so that you, um, like you won't get that notification when other people view your profile. Like there's a way to change it. Yeah. But most people, yeah, if you don't change it, like that is the, um, default, the default. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think it's so funny what she said. He was just an honestly like regular looking middle-aged man. But it's so true. It's like, yeah, what's the the thing called like the grocery store effect? Like if you see like an attractive man in the grocery store, like, oh my God, he could be the most attractive man ever. But like in the real world, like he's not that attractive. It's, it's just that he's the most attractive man in the grocery store. Oh, okay. Never heard of that? Just like the out of the batch. Yeah. It's just like, oh my God, like look at this guy. Like he's decent looking, but like it's just in comparison to everyone else, like the yeah, entire crowd. Exactly. I feel like there's something I don't know attractive about a professor when you're a young yeah. person in school too. That too, if Pretty Little Liars fucked us up. Yeah, I never watched that, but <laughs> I just mean like like if there's like your teacher is like an attractive person, and you're kind of at that gap. Like there's something yeah. even more attractive about the fact that they're the teacher, the professor, they're successful, they're they're above you. So there's a little bit of attraction there, regardless of what they look like. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I thought this was just a that's a cute little funny, funny one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving along. I've got one. Another one from Am I the Asshole? Mm-hmm. This one was six months ago. Seven thousand upvotes. Am I the asshole for telling my daughter's teacher that she is being fucking stupid? Hi Reddit. I really lost my cool yesterday, and I'm feeling really shitty about it. So I thought I'd check in with the internet for some clarity. My 11-year-old daughter is in sixth grade this year, and she's been working really hard in math. She has gotten over 80% in every class test so far with sheer blood, sweat, and tears. She never used to be particularly good at school or exams. She's, of course, an amazing kid in a million ways, but really struggles with math and other subjects as well. Her math teacher has a pin board where she posts the names of two kids that have worked the hardest that week. She gives those kids a small reward, like a chocolate bar or something. I thought this was a good idea because it motivates the kids who struggle with math. My daughter came crying a few weeks ago about how she's never gotten picked as the week's hard worker. I asked her, how does the teacher pick these people? And she says she doesn't really know, but it's usually kids who don't do great on tests. If they showed a little improvement, then they go on the board. It seems really unfair to the kids who had worked hard and scored well, like my daughter. Yesterday, we had the first parent-teacher meeting of the year, and I brought this up to the math teacher. She basically said that my daughter does well 
only because she is naturally talented. So she only wants to give the reward to the hard workers who actually put in an effort for every mark. I just blew up on her. I yelled at her and I called her a fucking idiot. And that she has no idea how much my daughter studies, even though she's in the sixth grade, for fuck's sakes. I said it's really unfair to obviously favor kids who don't get the good grades. I feel guilty for making a scene. And also, is the teacher right here? I might be a little biased because I'm not a teacher and my daughter is involved, but am I the asshole here? (sighs) I don't think that this was a case where saying you're a fucking moron is warranted. Right? A little overreaction, (laughs) buddy. It's it's, Yeah, it's definitely an overreaction to say the least. You're definitely on the asshole for your outburst. Yeah. You're on the right track, I feel like, with your feelings. Yeah, I also see where the teacher is coming from, though. I do, I do. I don't think the teacher should have said, like, she's naturally gifted. She doesn't work as hard. Well, that's what the teacher thinks. The teacher doesn't know how much she's been studying at home. Because, so from the yeah, teacher's perspective, she's like, that. that's just a smart kid over there. Yeah, she doesn't see any improvement. But that doesn't mean that behind the scenes, she's not working hard exactly. to always get those grades. Exactly. She's just, she's like, that's the smart kid. She doesn't need any encouragement because yeah. she's already in doing it. This slacker Timmy kid over here, <laughs> he's a fucking idiot. He needs to pick up his math grades. So here's a little chocolate bar. Maybe you'll work a little bit harder. Yeah. But you got to find a balance. Yeah, there does have to be a balance. You have to let every kid be the hard worker. Unless there's one kid who's just slacking, never try. Even the kids who are extra smart, you need to give them recognition once in a while or else they're not going to want to do it in the future and they're going to be sour like this kid is. Yeah. Like you got to give them a little reward every once in a while. Maybe they, you know, like you need to evenly rotate these rewards with choose timing you can't have a reward system in the class and then have a kid who never gets it that's just unfair yeah no matter what it is no matter what you're trying to achieve with it you're not you can't do that yeah you need to rotate through and be like oh i've seen like you've been doing so good for months and stuff like that like good job on being consistent Mm -hmm. it's time for your reward oh timmy over there you you, i seen the extra work you put in from last week okay now you get the reward this week and stuff like that after he got the reward then you go to the good kids you gotta keep encouraging the good kids to do exactly otherwise you're not going to be encouraged to continue to keep up their good work exactly like the teacher had good intentions with this yeah she fell a little short by neglecting the people who are doing good yeah and i i think it's just an honest mistake i don't uh, think absolutely like she was malicious nope. like, uh, i agree with that yeah so what's the overall vote oh the overall vote is asshole yeah okay top good. comment <laughs> you're the asshole you're right the teacher doesn't know how hard your daughter works it's completely reasonable to be frustrated by this and by the weird system of arbitrary reward that is borderline shaming but you're also a grown-up and nobody is in actual danger don't yell or curse at anyone especially teachers who already have it super hard and are under terrible conditions yeah i would say like daughter comes home crying tells you how it is you have a conversation with the teacher and just be like, hey, listen, like, you know, I just want to ask about, you know, how 
ask, don't ask your kid how they're getting their awards. Ask the teacher, hey, how are you handing out these rewards and stuff? And the teacher's going to be like, oh, I'm handing out to the people where I see a big improvement. I'd be like, okay, well, you know, my, my daughter, she feels a little bit left out. You know, this mm-hmm. is the reality of the situation. You know, she works her butt off studying. I have her studying for an extra three hours, you know, every night of the week and stuff like that. I'm like, do you think maybe, you know, you could choose her as the reward in the future so that yeah. she feels some recognition for the hard work that she's putting in at home? Mm-hmm. Have that conversation with the teacher. Then if the teacher refuses to do it, then That's maybe a, a freak out is warranted. Yeah. But first step would be having that conversation with the teacher and letting her yeah. know how hard your daughter is working. Just talk to them like a mature adult. Exactly, like, mature no adult. no need to use exactly. that language. If you have that conversation with the teacher and then the teacher is still not like still being biased and not showing any reward to that kid because she's whatever then go have go have another conversation with her boss but never at any point are you never no matter what the situation is are you ever warranted for raising your voice yelling and swearing at somebody that is just unnecessary and childish behavior if you have an issue you communicate can't fix that you go to their boss you can't fix that you go to the board you can't fix that get your kid in a different school but never at any point do you have the rights to verbally abuse somebody yeah in any industry in any industry or any situation you never have a right to verbally abuse somebody like that yeah there is an edit says okay i was out of line i'll apologize to the teacher straight away thanks y'all another edit the school year is almost over where I live. Almost all the kids have gotten recognized multiple times, except for a few who consistently score well. And my daughter failed her standardized math test in fifth grade and went to summer school for math classes to pass and enter sixth grade. So yes, she struggled. The teacher just didn't know that. Yeah. But if you're a teacher and you're going to be doing this kind of thing, you you have to at least have every kid recognized once. You can't allow anybody to be sitting out. Yeah. Exactly. You have to be fair to all your students. I understand it. it it's a good idea and stuff like that. But if you're going to do it, you, you got to be fair. These kids, sixth grade, they don't understand. Like just because someone's naturally gifted and smart at math, even outside of this this yeah. daughter's situation and stuff, she's just going to be hurt and let down when she never gets a reward. Yeah. You know what? Maybe she gets the once everybody else has had a reward. Now it's her time to get a reward being like, you've done so good this whole time and stuff like that. Yeah. Gotta rotate through. Yeah, exactly. You would be a great teacher. I think I would be a good teacher. <laughs> Honestly, I know. I like yeah. working with kids. I feel like I could be a good teacher. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool thanks <laughs> okay okay but like i feel like whenever i'm in like whenever i'm at like work and i have to like train somebody i feel like i'm a good trainer too yeah like i feel like i always like break it down i'm always like a good i know I, you do you have a with good me way of like training people to stuff. do things right yeah. teaching you to do things you're like, calm you know how to explain things like you don't get you're not like those crazy dads that you know <laughs> <laughs> that like make their kids cry because they're in a third grade math class and they're not understanding their math homework right? and they're getting upset that they don't understand i feel like if i know you... how to work with somebody and like have them take over and do it at their pace and stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly good job thank you <laughs> okay this one comes from am i the asshole am i the asshole for reporting the well-liked college professor that slept with my ex-girlfriend <laughs> Throw away because I go to a prominent state school. Edit. At the time this happened, my ex and I were still dating. I, 21 male, am about to enter my final year of school. I majored in a STEM field. 
At this point, all of the people in my major pretty much knew everyone. Most of us had mutual classes together and we tend to see each other at events and conferences. There is one very charismatic professor that most students in this major take. I have taken him as have as have most of my friends. He is really friendly and an easy grader. Most of us see his class as a GPA booster. This semester, my ex-girlfriend, 19 female, was taking his class. I noticed she was getting a lot of personal texts from this professor, and she started staying late in his office hours very frequently. I wanted to think she was doing well in his class, but the class is an easy street compared to what we have taken thus far. I admit I'm a bit of an asshole for this part, but I snooped through her phone. I found some very inappropriate texts from this professor to her. I was so stunned. I couldn't believe it. I verified that it was his phone through a mutual friend. I confronted her about this immediately. She tried to deny it at first, but when I asked her about the text, she admitted that she said she had been sleeping with him for two months. I told her to pack her shit and get out. Then I emailed the dean. We set up a meeting where I showed him the text and told him what happened. A couple of the other girls came forward too. Now this guy is in the process of being fired. I don't know what that entails. He has reached out to some students, I guess, telling them what happened. Someone, I assume my ex, has told them that I was responsible for him getting in trouble. Now several people on my major think I'm a huge asshole. I've been told I should have handled it in private instead of getting jealous. I have been given the whole consenting adult speech. I have been iced out of a couple end-of-the-year events, and it really fucking sucks. I do feel bad about a man losing his job, and apparently he was married. Am I the asshole for what I did? No. Hells no. no. Oh, my God. Disgusting. Now, just because that they are of consenting age actually doesn't make it right. No. Because when you are in a teacher-student dynamic like that, when somebody has power mm-hmm. over the other person... It's almost the same thing as if they were underage because there's a power vacuum it's, dynamic there. Yeah, it's a power dynamic. There's an ethical obligation the teacher has to not do that with his students. Yeah. So damn right, he should be getting fired. Absolutely. Yeah. He should be getting fired right away. And that is not on you. That's on him. Now, are the other students who liked him going to be on your side? No, it just sucks, dude. There's nothing that's going to be able to happen there. You can't yeah. convince the other students that you're wrong. It didn't happen to them. They don't fucking feel that way. Let that happen to them and see how they feel. But no, you did the absolute right thing. That dude yeah. should be fired right away. Inappropriate. Yeah. And whether it came from a jealousy point of view or if, it, if he was just trying to report the right thing. Like, doesn't I matter. Think regardless, it regardless. doesn't matter. I don't care. You can yeah. be jealous. It doesn't matter. Yeah, no, you can be jealous and petty. I Be petty. Yeah. I, this should be a pro-revenge story. <laughs> Absolutely. No, yeah. n- no, you did the right thing. He's getting what is coming to him. Exactly. Mary too, piece of shit. Yeah, that's disgusting. It is disgusting. Never mind being single and sleeping with your students and stuff like that, but like, you're married too that's yeah absolutely disgusting all the bad things that's gross overall vote not the asshole top comment not the asshole there's a reason they didn't allow students to date teachers or employees to date their bosses he ruined his own career and marriage with his decisions it would have came to light eventually yeah whether it's you or somebody else it's you can't keep that stuff a secret forever yeah and he was doing with other students too it's disgusting other like other women came forward too yeah exactly so it would have it would have came to light exactly oh it would have came to light eventually someone would have said something for sure yeah okay moving along moving along 
All right, this one is uh, from one year ago. Am I the asshole subreddit? Am I the asshole for reporting my daughter's substitute teacher? I, 35 female, have a daughter, Sienna, 15 female. I had her pretty young, and we have a really good and close relationship. She tells me a lot of stuff that happens at school, but one thing in particular stood out to me. Sienna has an IEP to be able to use the bathroom without a pass, go to the nurse when she needs, get water and food when she needs because she has chronic anemia and sometimes will pass out. This particular day, Sienna woke up late and skipped breakfast to catch the bus. She texted me while I was working and said she didn't eat and felt like she was going to have a fainting spell. I instructed her to ask to go to the nurse. She texted me a moment later saying the teacher was telling her she had to wait until two other kids came back from the bathroom. Long story short, the kids were in the bathroom for quite a while, more than 10 minutes according to Sienna, and she fainted for a few seconds. I picked her up and called the school and reported the substitute for negligence. I told her, I told my twin sister and my mom about it and both of them said the guy was just doing his job and I shouldn't have called and made a huge fuss about it. So am I the asshole? No, I don't understand this rule. Maybe teachers can come forward and let us know, but I don't understand the rule of having a limit on people going to the bathroom. Yeah, I guess like creating a disturbance in the classroom and stuff. Creating a disturbance how? I don't know. Too many kids just leaving and playing hooky or playing around in the bathroom or something. Okay, but maybe i get it but she's not even going to the bathroom yeah she yeah exactly she's going to the nurse exactly i don't think that that should be a rule like exactly. we're humans if if five people need to go pee at the same time e- sorry even if it's just going to the washroom yeah if five people need to go to the washroom at the same time like yeah, it is what should, it is you should be allowed to go do that like, right i don't remember having any issues like this when i was in school or anything I but do. also as like a substitute like it's not your position to know what is right and wrong so let the kid go mention it to the principal and if the kid didn't have rights to go do that then the the kid will get in trouble but as a substitute teacher that's not something you really need to enforce because what if you're wrong like you were better to err on the side of caution i think yeah i wonder if like when teachers get their jobs like if they're told that they have to have a maximum of people yeah i mean that's rules from the school and the sub- substitute teacher could just be trying to like keep his job Enforce the rules and if he's not aware of like this student's needs and stuff like that he's like hey i need this job i can't get fired and stuff like that it depends it's tough It because de- sometimes substitute teachers do have like a god complex where they have like a huge ego and you know they're just on a power trip yeah but um yeah but she was just going to the nurse like exactly for a medical exemption thing yeah yeah so wait she had a card that said that or something yeah there is an edit that says uh 504 instead of an iep but it's american stuff i have no idea what that means but basically she had the proper stuff to be able to go to the nurses when she needs to yeah like like the diabetic bracelets like that's what i'm picturing like something that identifies that you have this this issue and you should be exempt from. yeah so basically the substitute teacher said he doesn't have proof of it and then she has to wait. Yeah. That, that's tough, right? Like, is the person the asshole for reporting the teacher to the no, principal? No. I don't think so. No, not at all. Uh, not, absolutely not be, at all. I would do the same thing. And would the substitute teacher get in trouble? Maybe, maybe not. What if the, the substitute teacher's like, I didn't have any of this information. My rules are that I'm not allowed to unless it's on the class list. Yeah. 
he could have done nothing wrong on his end. This could have been a mess up of the principal for not having the list to the substitute teacher. Yeah. So is the sub, you know, the substitute teacher may or may not be the asshole. Yeah, we need more info on that. We don't have the answer to that. So the the substitute teacher could be in the wrong, could be in the right. It depends on what his rules are on his teaching position. It's someone in the school's fault. It's someone's in the school's fault. Or the principal, like it's the the school itself. Broken telephone might not be the substitute teacher. Could be. I feel like, you know, at the end of the day, you should err on the side of caution. But when it's your job on the line... Who am I to say err on the side of caution? Who's who am I? I, I don't know that yeah, stuff. Yeah. He could err on the side of caution. The next thing you know, he gets fired for being a substitute because he let a teach he let a student out who didn't have it, and now he's getting in trouble. So, yeah, that's on the school's administration and stuff like that. Yeah, I feel like with medical stuff, you should err on the side of caution. That would be my belief. But hey, man, when you're when your job's at the end of the line, who am I to say? Yeah, err on exactly. the side of caution, right? Kids lie, so. Who knows? Uh, that is true. Like, there are those kids that ruin it for everybody. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, definitely not the asshole for reporting it. Someone needs to be held accountable for your daughter fainting. Exactly. So, top comment, in quotations, said the guy was just doing his job. The thing is, that wasn't his job. His job was let your kid go to the nurse because she had a medical situation that required a nurse and could, shouldn't be kids shouldn't be denied medical attention just because someone is currently in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I do agree with that. I would think... That would be the rule. Kid wants to go to the nurse, go to the nurse. I would just, you know, I would I would give the teacher the benefit of the doubt, substitute teacher of what the rules were when he was given the job. But I would think that that would be how it goes. There should be no yeah. reason to holding the kid behind for any medical reason or anything like exactly. that. Kid says they need to go see the nurse, go see the nurse. If they weren't supposed to do that, they'll get in trouble on their own. But, you know, who knows what his rules were? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Your turn. Okay. I have a short, funny one. Short, yeah. funny one. Teresa's yeah. throwing some jokes down. Teresa doesn't do funny. What? <laughs> what? I do funny. All right. Let's see what you got. <laughs> this one comes from r slash teachers. Oh. I ruined the penis game. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now I show this is funny. Before we even get into this story, Teresa, <laughs> for some reason, has this weird fascination with the penis game. And before, if you don't know what the penis game is, the penis game is basically you start off by saying penis. The other person (laughs) playing will say penis, but louder. And the last person to say it wins. Last person to say it the loudest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So basically, the last person is going to end up shouting it at the top of their lungs until you're so embarrassed (laughs) that you don't want to say it again because it's embarrassing. And Teresa all the time will be like, No, not always. Penis. (laughs) Penis! Yeah, that's Teresa. I did all used the time. to do that a lot a well, few you did years ago. So much. <laughs> it haven't been so much lately, but you do do it once in a while. Once you did it a while. couple of months ago. I did, we were, I we were did. in the parking garage. <laughs> it was Penis. the elevator. Was it the elevator? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just do it because I know Denver won't play with me. No, why am I gonna shout Venus at the top of my lungs? That's not entertaining at all. It's not a funny game. It's probably the most immature thing I do, I'll admit. The <laughs> most immature thing. I just think it's funny. It's not. Okay. <laughs> I ruined the penis game. I've noticed students saying penis in the hallway, but it didn't happen in my classroom until today. If you don't know the penis game, it's basically a dare about who can penis the loudest. (laughs) When it happened in my class today, rather than being shocked or angry, I laughed and told them how 
That was a thing when I was in middle school as well. I told a story about a boy in my friend group and how he incorporated the word into a speech on a dare. Of course, now it's deeply uncool and they've stopped. <laughs> they don't want to do it because the teacher thinks it's cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the perfect way to get them to stop doing that. Make it seem like the teacher thinks it's cool. Yeah. Kids never want to do things that are teacher approved. Yeah. Part Top- of the coolness is being rebellious. Yeah. <laughs> Top comment. LOL, that was happening in my class yesterday in SoCal. I squashed it by saying, everybody, so-and-so learned a new word today, and he wants so very much to show you how proud he is by saying it over and over. He didn't say it anymore. There you go. Call him out. Put him on the spot. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. All right. I feel like all of mine, actually, pretty much almost all of mine are Am I the Asshole stories. So let's move on with another juicy Am I the Asshole story. Am I the asshole for the email I sent to a teacher about her, you have to include everyone, rules, saying that it's a very dangerous lesson. My daughter is 12, and I'm teaching her ways of creating and respecting her boundaries that are age appropriate, teaching her that is it okay to say no to things that she is uncomfortable with. There is a boy in her class who keeps bothering her and her female friends at recesses. I've encouraged her to go to me or the teacher when this happens. My daughter told me a few days ago that in class, the teacher asked the kids to form a group of about four or five. She had formed a group of five with some other girls. Then the boy who had been giving her trouble at recess came over and said he was joining the group. Another girl said that they already have five and he should work with a group who only has two or three people. He said no because the teacher had said about four or five. And my daughter said that they didn't want to work with him and he should go find another group. A few of the other girls agree with her and he said, you can't exclude me like that. It's against the class rules. And she said she didn't care. I heard about this from my daughter first and the way she talked about it. She has been firm, but not unkind. But then I got an email from her teacher saying she wanted a call. She said that there had been an incident at school where my daughter had excluded another child and that wasn't allowed in her class. And she wanted me to have a talk with her about it. Her telling of events was the same as my daughter's. I felt proud of my daughter for her honesty. I sent her an email saying, Dear Mrs. Teacher, I'm sorry, but that is not a lesson I feel comfortable teaching my daughter. She is at an age where she is already having to deal with unwanted attention, and I'm making a point to teach her that she does not have to be around anyone who makes her uncomfortable, and that a young lady is able to choose to spend time with people who make her feel respected. I understand you are already aware of the boy who has been behaving in ways that make her feel uncomfortable at recess. I think it is a very dangerous lesson to teach a girl that she has to include and be kind to everyone instead of teaching her to be aware of when someone is not respecting her nose and stepping out of the situation. I hope I don't have to explain in too much detail why I find this important. But to put it briefly, I was brought up with the include everyone mindset, no expectations. It taught me to ignore my own comfort level. And as I became a young adult, I became the victim of men who used my inability to say no to their advantage. It's a dangerous lesson and no longer appropriate at that age. Thank you. She emailed me back asking for a meeting in person with the principal. 
I'm preparing for that, but was wondering if my email was too harsh. Am I the asshole for my response to the teacher? No. No, I'm 100% on her side. I feel like you got more to say on this than I would. Yeah. Well, I think it's amazing that she's teaching this. She's 12? Yeah. This 12-year-old girl to not just be okay with anything that men or, or boys are saying to you and, and doing what they say we don't we as a society yeah we've we've normalized this we like as kids like we've always been told to include everybody never exclude anybody but it has taught us growing up to just be i don't know just kind of do whatever we're told mm -hmm. and i think that's amazing that's an amazing lesson to teach this little girl yep and i don't think that the teacher is wrong for having that mindset right there's a balance i think it is kind of like an old way of thinking um it's probably the way that the teacher grew up to but we're at a point in society is 2024 we're at a point where we need to change these rules well I feel like from the teacher's perspective, what she's trying to fight is like bullying and like exclusiveness and like, no, yes. you're not allowed to be around us and cruelty. But from the mother's perspective, like she's trying to protect her child. And I think they're kind of both right in a sense. And maybe in this situation with like the boys versus girls, like there's there needs yeah. to be, okay, we should be exclusive, but it is okay to say no. There should be a line there that can be pushed back on. Yeah. There's no problem to promote um, being uh, uh, inclusivity of like being friendly and not bullying and not excluding that one student. He's not allowed to hang out with us because whatever his hairstyle is something like that. Like there's, sh yes. but, but there is the safe line of, I am uncomfortable with this. There needs to be that line. I feel like when kids are like, like five, like four to eight, they should be taught to include everybody to not be rude to anybody, to not exclude anybody. And then when they start to get to be like 9, 10, 11, 12, then they need to be taught like, this is where your boundaries are. This is yes, what you're comfortable with. It's okay boundaries. to say no and stuff yes, like that. Exactly. I feel like as, um, as a classroom, like I feel like it's okay to kind of have that um, don't exclude anybody to a point. Yes. When it comes to a, a girl saying no to a boy and even vice versa, a boy saying no to a girl's advances yeah. and stuff, they should be able to say what they're comfortable with. Exactly. Now, if it is group projects and yeah. there's three kids there and the fourth kid comes up and he's like, can I work with you? And they're like, no, you're not allowed. I feel like, yeah, that shouldn't really be allowed in the classroom because that's kind of bullying. Like I asked you to yeah. make groups of four or five. You don't even have four or five and you're not letting that kid in versus, hey, we have a group of five over here. You know, why don't you go over there? There's nothing wrong with what the kid did. I think the mom is on the right. I think the parent is on the right. I can see where yeah. the teacher is coming from, but there needs to be a line there at some point. I know, but how do you, how do you define that line? It's I know, like exactly, right? I feel like the premise of... The, you know the kids being inclusive is to fight bullying i get it i do, I do get, get it. it um but i also think there's nothing wrong with teaching your kid to say boundaries. no and having boundaries yeah. and stuff like that but at the same time like I, you there like if the girl was in a group of say four and every other group is already four and one group needs to be five and this is the only kid left 
You can't just say no to the kid unless he literally always is doing these things. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Because I don't know how I feel because there's like sexual harassment and stuff, but they are 12. They don't know really what that is yet. I don't know. So I don't know. I'm I'm torn if it was the situation of like all the groups are four and now there's like this kid needs to fit into one group. Because if you don't let him into the one group, now you're kind of bullying. You're excluding him. And how does that kid feel? bullying at that point though because the mom said that the teacher was aware exactly aware of this this kid having issues with these kids okay maybe this isn't the group for you as a teacher exactly come work over here with who your actual friends are yeah i feel like there's there you can tell there's nothing wrong with trying to be inclusive but you can tell when a boundary needs to be drawn of like listen this kid is always harassing these girls he needs to be separated and stuff like that i can understand fighting the excluding and bullying and stuff yeah but you it's need, tough. there needs to be able to see when that boundary line is crossed and be able to say, no, absolutely should be ticking up. 12 years old is just around the corner of when hormones and puberty hits. No, and it is that age. Young sex yeah. and stuff like that. Like that's when that stuff happens. So absolutely, you should be teaching your kid. I think from like 10, you should be teaching your kid like where to say no, what your boundaries are and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. You also should balance that being like finding the appropriate places yeah. and and not letting it become bullying. Yes. Of if excluding somebody. Yeah. If you're uncomfortable, no problem. But if yeah. you're just being excluding the kid because you don't like him. Yeah. And you're being a mean little child. That's what they're trying to fight in the classroom here. Yes. But there's absolutely the mom is doing a great job no, of, of building 100%. that boundary and everything. Yes. Yeah. Kudos to her. I think the only like solution to this could maybe be like now that this has happened going forward she can just let the teacher know if my daughter doesn't want to work with this kid in the future she doesn't have to don't force her to exactly she doesn't have to yeah especially if your group is already four or five like listen kid like the daughter said go join the smaller group there's no reason you should be forcing your way into the group that's a red flag too yeah so like the teacher should be on the parent's side and everything like that yeah. Sorry, did it say that she wasn't? She, she just, just said that she wants to have an email about the exclusivity rule of the class. Yeah. Like, I can understand there being a rule, but a, a rule should have exceptions. Like you, Yes. Yeah. It shouldn't just be like, this is it. It's no, no, not black and white. Exactly. No, yeah. there's no black and white. Yeah. Like, listen, Timmy, Rebecca doesn't feel comfortable around you yeah so we're gonna put you into that group over there yeah that's not bullying that's not bullying no your and actions that maybe, that, have made her uncomfortable yeah exactly that that will teach the kids you can't not be you can't force them to be around somebody with their actions mm-hmm. now if it's the first day of class and you have a new kid in class and nobody wants to let that kid in that kid in that's, that's where you different. have the rule yeah. of you can't exclude people here you don't even know who this person is yeah but when you've seen the recess behavior and you've seen all that that's where okay we're gonna we're, this isn't a rule that we're enforcing now right the thing is though kids take rules like sad serious. so seriously like you know what i mean like he said oh you're not allowed to exclude me mrs whatever he's abusing said it so yeah they do abuse it though at that age they exactly. do exactly he's abusing so it. it's tough because I, maybe it shouldn't just be a rule I, I, it's so tough it is it, tough it, I, I wouldn't want to be a teacher i can see stage. the benefits of that rule yeah for like fighting bullying and stuff yeah 100 can see where the mom is coming from and i think she is absolutely in the right and yes. i think you should absolutely teach your kids yes boundaries so they don't get taken advantage of because you're getting right into that age where that stuff happens like that grade 12 that would be like grade seven or eight 
Yeah, at age 12, yeah. Right? 13 yeah. is grade 9. Yeah. I think, right? I think so. I yeah, think it's around like that. then, 13, yeah. 14? Yeah, I remember being in grade grade 7 or 8. Like, yeah. Like, honestly, you're pretty old at that you age. Are. Like You are. I feel like the, you do, yeah, I feel like the exclusive, like not excluding people should be for like Younger. four to eight. And now then the, from like yeah. eight to 12 or like nine to 12, that should be teaching them their boundaries and stuff. You shouldn't really need to be teaching kids who are 12 that they need I to agree. include everybody, I think. I'm just thinking about myself at that age. I'm just trying to and think I'm, like. I don't remember ever. Agreed. Like I, you're like, more. I was in grade nine when I was 13. Yeah. You're mature enough at that age to know like not to bully like exactly. i don't know like the, i could be wrong yeah this one is tough it is tough for sure i think the mom is 100 percent in the right yes. uh, the only thing that i'm There's tough no... on is is the teacher justified by having I know. this rule i know i kind of think she is but maybe it shouldn't no longer be a rule but it should be a, like a principle anymore and but like you should teach everybody to be able to say no they should 100 percent be able to say no so maybe i'm i feel like i'm against the rule then i feel like yeah, i'm against the rule I at think this I'm age against the rule too i feel like i'm against the rule in this class at this age yeah if this is like a four to nine year olds yeah because that's the age where people like the kids they they tend oh i to... don't like you timmy yeah. i don't want to work with you timmy. it's like okay well like why don't you like him well he's a ginger no, no, no. It doesn't work like that. You can't just, I don't like his curly hair. Like, I don't like his shirts. You can't do yeah. that. You can't exclude them. Yeah. And there's a difference, too, of excluding them when their group already had five. Yeah. And that group has three. No, we need to balance it. The teacher should have been balancing that out anyway. Yeah. Top comment. You could point out that the boy didn't need to join their group as there was other incomplete groups. He wanted to join the one that was already complete for the sole reason that your daughter was in the group. He wanted to join the one that was already complete for the sole reason that your daughter was in the group. Yeah. Ask them when and more importantly, why his want to be near your daughter supersedes your daughter's need to feel safe from his unwanted advances and harassment. Yep. Absolutely. Spot on right there. Yeah. Also, like maybe it's not the daughter. Maybe it's the daughter's best friend that she's always around. Mm. but either way regardless of who it is he the no way you should be forcing the girls to say yes absolutely Mm -hmm. they should be i'm 100 on the mom's side i feel like the only wavering that i have here is whether that should be a class rule or not yeah i don't think it should i don't think it should the only reason i felt like that is because of like anti-bullying but i think they're past that age i feel like that's a class rule for the younger grades yeah i mean because i also see it the other way too i do if it like involves like racism or yep. sexism like in different environments like i don't know it, i like that rule is important to it is important but everybody it's, it's also important to know to, to yeah. say no and have your comfort level and i think they're getting to that age where they're at that age where that's more important yeah <sighs> this one was really tough yeah this one this one was a good one to talk out talk through though man let us know what you guys think this is tough one let us know where you guys stand on this yeah but i don't think them and this in the actual case of the post i don't think the mom's the asshole for no setting these boundaries yeah Yeah. so she is voted not the asshole then there is an edit to the update or there's a yeah there's an edit I reached out to the parents of the other four girls in the class who were involved, and we all coordinated to go to speak to the school's administration together. They had similar views, thinking it was inappropriate for the school to expect the girls 
to work with someone who they're not comfortable with. And frustrated, the teacher didn't do more to deal with the issues during recess that made the girls uncomfortable to start with. Mm -hmm. I ended up asking the school if we could reschedule the meeting to a time all the involved families could make it. And we ended up meeting this afternoon along with my husband, another couple, and two mothers and a father, along with the teacher and the principal. We all presented a united front asking for the following. The school does training for teachers on trauma-informed teaching methods and the dangers of expecting young women to go against their best judgment of their own boundaries to be nice to other people. Mm -hmm. Instead of include everyone, the kids should be allowed to respectfully set boundaries and taught to respect each other's boundaries. The school addresses harassment in class or at recess and doesn't enable it to continue. We went to talk and I think it went over a lot better having all the parents join instead of if I had gone alone. The teacher and principal apologized and the principal agreed to look for resources on how to better navigate the balance between being exclusive and not forcing kids into including someone who is crossing the line with them. Mm Thanks for all the amazing advice in the comments. I cannot believe how much this blew up, and I'm so grateful for everyone who replied with advice and support. And honestly, was getting pretty emotional hearing how the lessons I'm trying to teach my little one resonated with other women, whether they're moms too or have been through the same struggles I have. <laughs> that makes me As emotional. Absolutely perfect. Yeah. You have to just find that balance between anti bullying and people being able to set their boundaries. Yeah. I yeah. think at this age point, setting the boundaries is more important yes when you are four to eight to nine in between that age that's where you know you you try to build the foundation yeah of not excluding anybody and being okay with everything yeah. but even then like you gotta you gotta be able to let your kid know that, that it's okay to say no to other people yeah i, I was gonna say even at that age too yeah, like you like, have to listen to your kid you gotta listen and like it's it's good to build that foundation to be open but it's you gotta know when to close that line when that line has been crossed yeah you gotta build where that line is because yeah. timothy's playing with his toys and jimmy runs up and steals his toys he shouldn't be getting in trouble because he should be inclusive to Jimmy. Jimmy should have asked. Yeah. Now, if Jimmy asks and Timmy says no, that's when you teach. But that's where that's balance, delicate balance of teaching that line. Yeah. yeah. This was a good one. Yeah. Good, it was a good, good one. Good I, I try to find some stories that kind of talk about different issues and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving along. Moving along. Okay. This one comes from r slash teachers. Title is parents mad i wore the same print and size as child this is working at a public school summer program so one of the places i get cute simple dresses almost tunic shirts that i wear over leggings is children's place the skater dresses i'll usually get are size 14 or 16 they do not look like a children's dress i.e not special loud or otherwise distinct They fall about mid-thigh for me, again, more like a long tunic shirt. Never had a complaint ever. I've done it for years. These are often marked down to $10 or less. When I was getting a couple of new ones, I noticed this. Science teacher me had to have it. It's so fucking perfect. I teach STEM. I couldn't resist. I also sent the link to the art teacher because there's a fantastic art one. So I wear it, and it so happens one of the girls in my class... A middle school kid is wearing it too. She's a head shorter than me, so the dress comes down to her knees. She was wearing shorts. Summertime outing code of conduct for outdoor science is shoulder-to-knee coverage to help prevent burns and injury. We're all within the code. Cool, right? 
She wanted to take a picture of us twinning, and I let her, because how cute is that? Mom comes in and loses her shit. She said I made her daughter look bad because she wears a size 16 too. Yes, the child's dress is very tight on her, but kiddo said it was also the most comfortable clothing she had, so I was happy for her. That was the entirety of the convo. Kraken 2.0 complained to to admin that her grown-ass teacher has to violate dress code by being a pervert and wearing kids' clothes. I might point out that had I not been wearing pants, the dress would, but I had pants on, not shorts, so going to my thighs is not an issue. Admin told me while I was completely in code that no teacher should ever wear children's clothing for any reason. I pointed out that they'd literally, just for weeks before, suggested that teachers check out the Princess Awesome site for inspiration for clothing that inspired kids. Never mind this dress with $13 and Princess Awesome is $65. To which they said, those are in adult sizes. Even if they offer children's clothes and you fit, you need to buy the adult ones. What the actual fuck? The art teacher who was in the union was livid and she's dealing with it on her end. I'm just a contractor. But really, part of me wants to be understanding, but part of me is just so angry because it's a dress that fits. I'm willing to accept that I'm wrong because it's kids clothing. But am I in the wrong? I don't think so. Like the 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 fabric is going to be the same pattern. Whether they made it in a kid's size or an adult size, it's the same fabric. Yeah. And first off, do you know how, that kid sounded like she was hyped? She was, she was. happy. She wanted a photo. We we're twinsies. Twinning. Like, she was like, she probably felt like the coolest kid in the school that day. And yeah. the mom blew it out of proportion. The kid's probably like, no, mom, I liked it. And like the fucking carrying it, carrying. Yeah. But yeah. like, I don't think she did anything wrong, especially when they like show them the website, uh, different website and stuff. Just because it's a kid's size. No, like you were twinning with a kid that would have happened no matter how I, you bought your clothes or anything like that. Yeah. It's not in the wrong or anything. No. This is what I mean where like our generation is mess because people just go in and they complain and they care and things happen. You're like, this literally makes no sense. What are you even complaining about? Your yeah. daughter was literally hyped, happy, took a picture with me because we were twinning. Yeah. I thought you would be very happy and like cool that we matched. So it's ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Top comment. You've heard of malicious compliance, but get ready for a malicious non-compliance. Quotations. Let me know when you've passed that by the school board and had it ratified as part of the official dress code and then walk away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's it's so silly. It's so, so silly. silly because the mom is making a point that she's saying she's wearing the same size as her. That's fine. That like, how do you even know what size she had? Yeah, that's a good point. How how does she know? That, well, I think children's place like goes up to max size of yeah. sixteen. How do you know I didn't find this somewhere else? It just happened to be the same print. She was also wearing leggings too, which yeah. are pants. She was compliant. Leggings are literally pants. Exactly. Mom's just sour. For what reason? I don't know. Because they matched. Because she was wearing kids' clothes. Makes no sense. Yeah, you should be on your daughter's side. Your daughter was hyped. Yeah, she was happy. Took twinsies. Yeah. Posted on Snapchat. (laughs) All right, moving along. All right. I've got, am I the asshole for telling my son's teacher to speak to me and not my girlfriend? Hmm. I, 28 male, have a son, Nathan, 6 male. I'm his sole parent because his mother lost the custody battle. 
His school was made aware of this when I removed his mother's details from the system and his current teacher for grade one has not met my has not met my ex. During the nature of the custody battle, his teacher does know about my ex for safety reasons as she has been barred from coming into the school to get him. Basically, she knows that if I'm ever with a woman, it is definitely not my ex. His school has parent-teacher meetings twice a year, once before Christmas break and another at the end of the academic year. I've been dating my current girlfriend, Venus, 24 female, for the past eight months, and she has an amazing relationship with my son. He likes her a lot, and he asked me if she could come to me with the parent-teacher conference because he wanted her to hear how well he's been doing in school. My son used to struggle with English as his mother tongue is Spanish. My Spanish is okay, but Venus's Spanish is fluent, so she's helped him improve his English speaking by tutoring him. At the meeting, I noticed that the teacher was only speaking to my girlfriend. She was making eye contact with her and only directly conversating with her. I found this annoying because although I know most parents are women, the teacher is well aware that I am Nathan's sole parent. Venus kept redirecting the conversation to me, and I did ask a few questions, but the teacher would speak to me for a few seconds, then go back to speaking with my girlfriend only. Eventually, I said, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I'm Nathan's father. I'd appreciate it if you spoke directly to me. Mm -hmm. The teacher seemed taken aback and irritated, but she apologized and spoke to me for the rest of the meeting. I told my brother-in-law about what happened, and he thinks I overreacted. He said that while he does find it annoying when the teacher only speaks to my sister at meetings, he understands that it's not out of malice and just a force of habit since mothers tend to be the more involved ones over fathers. He also said that it was my fault for bringing Venus along to the meeting. He thinks it was an asshole move for me to interrupt the teacher and make her feel like she did something wrong for something that was most likely not malicious. It was then brought up again at Christmas because Venus spent it with my family and my mother asked Venus if she had Nathan's inhaler and my brother-in-law interrupted and said, careful, Mark might freak out now. I would just like to put the situation to rest, but am I the asshole? No, he didn't say it in a way that was rude. He he literally handled it the best he could. He he said it perfectly, like in a polite way. And just because that's a, a normal way of thinking, that's just the way we're we're wired to think that way doesn't mean we can't be corrected in a polite mature way exactly and especially that the teacher knew he's the 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 sole parent yeah and in the edit the small edit said i did tell the teacher that venus was my girlfriend as soon as we sat down oh so she was reminded exactly right before so we need to we need to break these norms these norms that we have for men and women because it should be completely normal t- for a, a dad to raise his kids. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it could be completely normal for the dad to be more relevant even if the even if that was the mom. Yeah. We're talking to both of them. Exactly. Not just one. No, exactly. Like you're communicating with both. Yes. And also like it you should be communicating with both people no matter what because you wouldn't want to only communicate with the dad and then just like not even talk to the girlfriend, the girlfriend like yeah. you got to have mutual respect for the both the people that are in front of you it's just like communicate with both of them basic They're, communication skills like come yeah. on like no exactly yeah the brother-in-law is the asshole here overall vote yeah. is not the asshole good i would vote brother-in-law to the asshole yeah <laughs> still bring it up 
Yeah, that's just so annoying and immature, honestly. Get yeah. like grow up. You grow up. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Any comments? No, the top comment just said exactly what we said. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, this will be my last one. Okay. This one is from R slash teachers, and it was posted 19 hours ago. Is it me or has everyone lost their minds? New teacher here. I was just let go because I pointed a finger at a group of students in my classroom to tell them to wrap it up. They were running out of time. My index finger was pointed and my thumb was up resembling a gun gesture. It was reported and as a result, I lost my job. I admitted that I pointed at the group using a hand gesture resembling a gun, but it was meant to be lighthearted and in the past, the kids found it amusing. A boy whose father had an issue with me reported the incident. I apologized to the boy because I had no intention of intimidating or scaring him. In fact, if I had genuinely scared someone, it would have devastated me. The boy seemed wide-eyed and smiled strangely when I made the gesture, almost as if he was pleased to have something to report to the principal about me. His family reportedly said concerning the, the incident that they were scared for their safety. They took me to the office and even searched my purse for a gun. I explained to them that it was just my finger and that it was not loaded. I assured them that I would holster my finger and return to class. The principal contacted the superintendent and they decided to investigate the matter. However, before I knew it, I was let go because they claimed I didn't show remorse for my actions, despite apologizing to the student twice in the principal's office and once again in the hallway when I saw him again. I can't believe I lost my job over this, and I feel like either I'm going mad or everyone else is. I would appreciate all honest opinions concerning this fiasco. If I am completely in the wrong, I need to hear it and be corrected. Thank you for taking the time to read this. I needed to vent. Um, that's wild. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you did apologize. You did show remorse. The fact that you lost your job. How do you even get another job after being fired for that? I mean, like... Man, 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 uh, man, man. I, like, sounds like she did it on purpose. Then she it did, does. She says she does that that often. She says she did it in a joking, amusing manner. Uh, uh, it's not that amusing. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know because back in the 90s, like guns were kind of cool, like water guns, ray guns type of things. Like it was a cool thing to do, like 007. But now that there's so much gun violence in America, especially in schools, especially in schools, it's not really a joke anymore. So I feel like you should be pretty sensitive to that. So I would think that maybe you shouldn't have been doing that. So I was a little bit torn as I was reading this, but I think the bottom line is that she did do it on purpose and she did it often. as a joke and does it often though like there's a difference between like you pointing and your thumb just happened to be up it's like, yeah oh you're up next whatever but when yeah. you're always doing it and eh, yeah maybe you shouldn't be doing that like it's yeah uh, i don't love it i don't love it but at the it, same time like it's just your fingers at the same time i don't think she should have lost her job no i don't think so maybe a write-up a write-up maybe i just think it's like yeah it is a sensitive topic very sensitive so, I don't know. A lot of the comments are saying the opposite. So, top comment is saying, plenty of teaching job these days. Move on and hope your new school has admin that will support you when you encounter nonsense like this. I don't think it's terrible nonsense. I don't think so either. Especially in America. That's what I mean. Like, there's a school shooting, like, once a day in America. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know what the know statistics, statistics are, but I literally wouldn't be surprised if they said like the actual amount of school shootings happen like once a day over like the all of America and all their schools. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened that often that it was like 365 a year. I mean, I think there, I think there's more than that because I remember seeing a TikTok that um, relayed the stats. I think for 2022 for each state, and I think Texas itself had around 300. Yeah. In a year. That's messed up. I'm pretty up. sure. I could be wrong. So yeah, I don't know if you should really be doing be really be doing that. Yeah. I like I like I said, I don't think she should have lost her job. But I think just be more mindful. Cons- yeah, just be more mindful. And just err on the side of caution. Always err on the side of caution. Yeah. Because there's no reason like I don't see that as a joke, honestly. I don't really find it funny. I don't really find it funny. And yeah, like especially if kids have been through that, like you don't know what your you, kids you have, have been no through. You have no idea. Like so, maybe, like you, I don't know. It, like the only way I could think this is appropriate is like maybe you guys recently watched James Bond for a class project like a or jo- something. An inside joke and or it's something. An inside joke yeah. that happens like one time. But if you're doing that like weekly as a joke, yeah, eh, it's not really a joke. Yeah, I don't know. She said she did say that the parents like kind of had it out for her, which makes me question why. Like maybe she's. I don't know. Like, I don't know. That's a weird one. Yeah. Like, what else could she have done that made them not like her? Because usually, you know, people don't just like or dislike people for no reason. Yeah. So, yeah, this one I wasn't too sure about. But a lot of the comments were saying that it's it, it was taken too far. Which, I mean, I do agree. I don't think she should have been fired. No, I agree. I agree. Like, maybe but, a write-up w- yeah. w- warning. Be like, Take listen, we don't want that in our school. Like, just do normal pointing and stuff. Like, if you just like point it quickly and your thumb happened to be like up or whatever, but it seems more as a, like as an she's doing it every single time. She's like, hey, yeah. you, you, you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. No, I don't like I'm it. Not, not vibing this. No. Not vibing this. No. Especially in America. Yeah, exactly. Maybe if you're in like Finland or something. Netherlands, where there's no crime, no gun violence <laughs> yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I can feel like if it's appropriate if you're doing like, no, I can't think of anything <laughs> yeah. appropriate. The more we're talking about more it, the I more I'm like, it, like uh, yeah. actually, no. Like, maybe if you just watched like a 007 James Bond movie yeah. and you're like, I don't know, like the project was about it or something, but I don't think they would ever show that kind of movie in school. I don't think they promote any guns or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Not loving it. I've got another similar kind of story. Not about guns, but. Oh, I got a similar kind of story. Not about guns, but reporting teachers. All right. This is going to be my last story. It's coming from Am I the Asshole? Would I be the asshole if I show my daughter's teacher's Twitch scream to the school's administration? Hmm. My daughter is in high school. Last year, she had a younger science teacher, a woman in her mid-20s who hadn't been teaching very long. About halfway through the year, my daughter and her friends found out this teacher was streaming on Twitch. My daughter doesn't know who found the teacher's stream first, but her and her friends started watching and clipping everything the teacher did and saved it in all their phones. I just recently discovered these videos when I grounded my daughter from her phone and I am shocked to say the least. First of all, the teacher is streaming in some kind of weird, big-boobed anime character. She is extremely inappropriate, using foul language and making sexual comments super casually on stream. There are probably 50 different clips I found in my daughter's Snapchat of her teacher doing this. 
I wasn't sure what any of this was at first. And when I asked my daughter about it and why she had such weird videos saved, she said, Mom, we're pretty sure that's Mrs. X. She has the same voice and everything. This particular teacher left the school at the start of this year, but I found out quickly which school she moved to with a Google search. I want to email the administration for her new school and let them know what kind of inappropriate activities this teacher engages in outside of work. I reached out to the parents and some of them are telling me to leave it alone and let this teacher live her life, but there is one that's on the fence and kind of agrees with my viewpoint here. My daughter and her friends swear the teacher never invited any students to watch her stream and was actually trying to keep it a secret and had a nervous breakdown last year about them harassing her online. And it's why she went and found a new job this year. I know teachers are allowed to have lives and hobbies outside of work, but I just think this is too inappropriate to go unpunished. She can't just run away from her poor and unprofessional behavior. If she's going to be part of this profession, she should be more mindful of the content she puts on the internet. And I honestly don't think other parents would be pleased to know that their kids have a teacher that shouts loudly on the internet about which anime character she wants to toss her salad. Would I be the asshole if I show her new school administration her Twitch account? Yes. Mind your own fucking business. Like, I don't understand fucking Karens. Like, let this teacher live her fucking life. Right? This pisses me off so much. Like, what she does is, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, after school on her own time. That's the Totally t- none of your business. I've seen other ones with, like, uh, Twitch streamers, like, guys being, like, Call of Duty streamers and stuff like that. I didn't that. even know what Twitch was. I was, so like... Twitch is the streaming platform that, like, the gamers will, like, stream. They'll stream okay. themselves, like, playing the game and stuff. Yeah. I had no idea. So there's a niche where the girls dress up as, like, anime characters. So and what? Play games and stuff. So fucking let her do it. Exactly. Like, has nothing to do. She's not coming to school in a in an anime costume with her boobs out. Like, right? Has nothing your, to do with your daughter. Your kids are gonna see a lot worse online. Exactly. Exactly. Like, wh- you cannot protect your kid. If you want to protect your kid from what they see on the internet, don't let them have a phone. Don't let them on the internet. Don't let them on the internet. It's not the teacher's fault. Like, it's not the teacher's fault. Teacher's not promoting it or anything like that. No. Teachers don't get paid a lot. This yeah. chick's got a side hustle going on. She exactly. Needs to make Good some for her. Extra income. Good for her. Yeah, exactly. So the top comment, you're the asshole. It's really concerning that you're more fixated on slut shaming this poor woman than the fact that she had a nervous breakdown because she was being harassed by students. And it sounds like you're exactly the type of person who teaches kids that it's okay to harass people. Leave the poor woman alone. The school system is already on the brink of collapse because new teachers are getting harder and harder to find. Do you really want to start Scarlet slutting them too? Mm-hmm. Literally. Exactly. That's no, it. Let makes her eat. me mad. Let her eat. Let her eat. <laughs> For real. Let her do her thing. Uh, was voted asshole. Oh, good. Yeah, was voted the asshole for sure. Good. Yeah. I, I thought people were going to be on her side. Yeah. But no, I'm glad that they're not. No, I mean, yeah. If they're not putting it out on their school, like they're allowed to do whatever they want. They're... Whatever they want. Now, what if they found her OnlyFans? Same thing. Right? It's the exact There's been a lot of issues of people like with their OnlyFans and work and teachers and streamers and stuff like that because you're supposed to be in like a professional setting or something. Yeah, and you're professional in your professional setting. Yeah, not outside of not outside of work hours. Exactly. So mind your own business. Right. People always want to shame women. It's a double-sided world that we live in this day. Yeah. These days. Exactly. Well, the question they should be asking is, how did you find it? Why are your kids on there? 
No, like for people who are in the workplace, like finding these OnlyFans of their employees. Oh, yeah. How did you find it? Exactly. We should be shaming you. Exactly. Like, give me a break. The yeah. society just hates women. That's what it is. It pisses me off. She's going on a rant. No, because it's just like, let You got a podcast rant, Teresa? Let the girl live. Let her live. Let her eat. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we've got for teachers versus students. Da-da-da. Thank you guys so much for listening. And also thank you for checking us out on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. It all helps. We're great. Yes. We have decided today that we are going to be adjusting our podcast recording area. We're going to be converting our den into a studio, uh, a little podcast area. So if you guys want to stay up to date with that, make sure you follow us on YouTube so you get the visuals. Spotify is going to sound the exact same for all you guys, Spotify people. <laughs> Next episode coming up is going to be episode 12. And yep. we're going to be doing a mix-up, mash-up, not really any theme or anything like that. Yeah. We're just going to try and find the best stories and put them in there we got a listener stories to put in there so if you guys have any stories that you want us to read send us an email send us a dm on instagram or put it on the thread talk podcast page on reddit on the sub page or subreddit we put out a poll on our instagram the other day asking what our listeners prefer if they prefer the themes or if we should mix it up and do just kind of like a mashup of the best stories that we find that week and we had just over 50 percent say um that they wanted a mix-up of things and then i think it was like about 25 percent said the themes and then 25 percent said either way so we know we're gonna please at least 75 percent of you by adding <laughs> yeah. by adding the new um segment i guess um so we'll be trying to do it maybe like once a month once a month maybe so once every four episodes depending on um we can't your come response? up with a theme or not as well. No. Also, <laughs> also the response, if everyone likes it or not. Um, but yeah, I think because it's been hard to like, we're finding really good stories and we're... Or hard to put them into a theme hard category. hard to put them into a theme. And if we do put them into a theme category, then like we're waiting a while to read yeah, that we're really so good eager. new story. So we kind of want to do like yeah. a, a mashup once in a while. Yeah. So I think it's good to switch it up. It is. Yeah. It is. All right. Thank you guys for watching. Once again, thank you to our brand new podcast sponsor, Arturno.ca. So make sure you guys check them out. I'll leave a link in the description. Use Thread Talk for a discount if you guys want an awesome sign like this. I love this podcast it's sign. Sick. It looks so cool. I'm excited to put it up in our new den area yeah. podcast area. So thank you guys so much, and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye.